Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Story time with Joey on 1080 The Fan. Football Fridays with Joey Harrington. The day after Thanksgiving, we have a few uh, loose ends to tie up before we get to the uh, game formerly known as the Civil War. Or shall we call it the game with no name? <laughs> what is it? Like the platypus? I don't know. Where are we? The platy? Is that what they're calling it? Well, I, I think there's some people that are trying because it's, it's for the platypus trophy. So I think some people are trying to call it the platy. I don't hate that. <laughs> uh, how was your Thanksgiving? My, my Thanksgiving, we we got all sorts of things. Like, yeah, um, I, I assumed you were starting with soccer, and then I got the Thanksgiving. <laughs> but then there was no. the pla- like the game with no name. Like, I, my mind went in so many different directions. Right. Uh, my Thanksgiving was was great. Kind of mellow this year. Um, yeah. Okay. Kind of hung around during the day and um, kicked the ball around with the boys, and and then went and ate some turkey. Dark or white? Oh, I'm dark. Yeah, truly, oh, really it's the dark. only way to go. Dark, and, and here's the here's the here's the the only correct answer to the the question of what is well. There's lots of questions. The best part of the meal is the stuffing. Hundred percent. It has to have, but it has to have sausage in it. Okay. Um, and or gravy on top of it, and it's called stuffing, not dressing. Um, the question about are cranberries any good? They can be as long as they're actually made and from actual cranberries and not coming out of a can. Uh, and what are the other questions? Green bean casserole. There was no green bean casserole at, um, our table. Best time Any to eat. Let me just say for the record, there, there's not a single thing you just said that I disagree no, with. I, I agree with that. That is... Uh, You've thought about this. Yeah. And I, that's I, what we want from yeah, you. I appreciate it. What is the best time of day well, to eat? This is what we were discussing on Wednesday. I would give... There's a lot of... It, it depends on how your day plays out, right? It depends on if it's a large gathering or a small gathering. Mm. And what is involved with the rest of your day? I would argue for the five o'clock 
mm. time frame. Mm. Controversial. Because it's late enough, it's close, it's, it's, it's an early dinner time. However, it allows you to kind of marinate and talk with family and come back for seconds and then still leaves room for dessert at a time that isn't like, hey, it's 9 o'clock and people want to go home. And it still allows you to catch a little bit of football you know, after dinner, should you choose to go that route, I, you know, I mean, people who say earlier, like the four o'clock, it's not dinner time. It's not dinner time. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not ready to eat turkey and stuffing and mashed potatoes. Um, th- that just doesn't happen at like three forty-five. So I don't know. Okay. Well, this is where we. This is where we. You diverge. Yeah. No. I I go. Well, Buck and I determined that on Wednesday that we feel like the sweet spot is between 1 and 4. And I know it's not dinner time yet, but at the same time, Thanksgiving's a very different day. It's like you only eat once. And so... When I've already started earlier at like 11. Exactly. So, well, and you've yeah. already started snacking as well. Oh, 100%. Remember that. Yeah, we do appetizers. Like, yeah. Starting at like 10.30, food's already being laid out. So there, there's... Uh, uh, there's your problem. Yeah, yeah. things there's are... Problem. You know, Things have uh, been put in motion that can't be undone. You know, like I'm eating, no, I'm eating no, pot so stickers at like 10.30. You're all wrong. You're, you're approaching all, things all wrong here. Is what you need to do is you need to wait until you know, 10, 30, 11 o'clock-ish, to have like a, a mild brunch, mm. right? You, you fill the, you, know, or you, you satiate the tank. You don't fill the tank, but you, you give it nourishment to be able to last until that 4 o'clock snacking time. So then you can have the 5 o'clock mm. dinner. Yeah, because if you start putting, if you start going at it at 10.30, yeah, you're going to be eaten by, by one. Because yeah. you can't, it's like a train or it's like a boulder rolling down the hill. You can't yeah. stop it once but you start it. I feel like you're one of those skinny guys with discipline. Uh, <laughs> most of us are not. And once we start, it keep, especially if we're drinking, yeah. I mean, you need to serve us earlier. In my family, I don't know if so you So when could... does the first drink hit the, when does it hit the lips? That's another question. It was like about well, 10. For me, yesterday it was about 10.30. Yeah, I was going to say about 10.30, 10.45, mimosas were being made. And then the problem with that is, like, my family, because we do a non-traditional Thanksgiving. We do we always do, like, an Asian Thanksgiving. So it's, like, at, like, 1045, not only were mimosas being had, but the crab rangoo came out, the crab puffs. And then after the crab puffs came the egg rolls. And then after the egg rolls came spinach artichoke dip. And by then, the brown has already come out. And, like you said, you can't undo that. It's it's just, it's on. Well, you can't just pace yourself. I mean, you no. have to just, you have to. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's we look at this well, No, no, no. And, and we, we, we don't disagree in anything that we're saying right now. We're simply starting at different times, yeah. right? You start with the liquid at 1030, which then means that you're going to be, you know, you're going to be full on dinner by 130. Yeah. I, I started about 132 o'clock, which, you know, you get the ball rolling. And after a couple out, then it's five o'clock when I meet, right? So it's, yeah. it's simply just yeah. the, start. the time, the designated time yeah. at which you are beginning the festivities that dictate yeah. the rest of the day. Rob, you hit it on the head when you said that Joey's a skinny guy with discipline. Like, that is what this boils down to is... He doesn't know what it's like to be us. No, he we have no discipline, whereas right. Joey is a man of focus like, and discipline. Just in that example there, we can't start drinking at one thirty. I can't, I don't have the discipline to wait until then. And what am I supposed to do the rest of the day? Yeah, I got early I, football on. It's a wasted morning. <laughs> okay, but hold, but, but hold on. I've got kids. Right, mm. who are like, hey, dad, let's go play, let's go play, let's go play. Yeah, so what do you that, do? You yeah. go out and you go play, right? And so then you end up in, a, you know, 
down the street and there's a neighborhood soccer game at yeah. you know 10 30 yes. 11 o'clock and it's not like i'm bringing a flask with me because then i'd be like the, the degenerate <laughs> dad that, you know and yeah. so yeah you come you you, you go mm. play soccer with the kids mm. you run around you get yourself a little workout knowing that okay i'm uh, i'm probably going to be eating too many calories tonight yeah there's that skinny guy mentality but then you come back you get self cleaned up you you have your your brunch to, to, to make sure you don't go too hard too early. And then, yeah, I mean, it's just a, it's, it's a, everybody's got a different process. Your process is wrong, but you know, everybody's got a different process. <laughs> All right. The other uh, loose end is the uh, bourbon barrel benefit. It is over. Uh, one of our listeners won it. Yeah. He won Jim. <laughs> he won Jim. He doesn't even, no, he doesn't really he's drink. Not a drink. He's not a drinker. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't heck? drink. He's wanted to support there the are cause. There's so many people that are furious. <laughs> like I've got people texting me, who won? Who won? And I tell him some guy named James Miller. And well, what, 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 who is he? I was like, I don't know. He knows Souk though. And he doesn't drink. And everybody's just, I just get a bit like whether it's this giant emoji like with the eyes open or with like the middle finger or it's just a what with exclamation points like Double people whammy. are furious. Yeah. However, it should be. what what I don't know if if Jim told you, Sue, but I what he's possibly talking about yeah. is opening up that bottle and uh, sharing it with people, um, whoever wants to come. Yeah, doing like a and tasting. shipping a couple extra bucks that yeah. he would then donate again on oh, top cool. of that yeah. to the foundation. That's a so great idea. So that would be a pretty, it, it's, a, it's an unbelievably, and literally, like, that's the whole point of this, right. of our foundation, of our program, is building community and connection for our students. And, like, to have somebody in our first year doing this, say, you know what, I want to open this up to the community who helped donate. Yeah. So I don't know that we're going to be able to run this thing, but we may be passing out, um, sending out a quick little email yeah. to yeah. the people who participated to say, hey, if, if you and, is it Jim or James? Well, what does he it, go by? It's Jim, but I mean, it's it's either way, but he, it's, he goes by Jim. We call him P1 Jim. Yeah, P1 That's Jim. That's the way he always signs his yeah. text to our show. P1 Jim. So if you know, we, people may be emailing P1 Jim and uh, and hanging out and having a, a pour of Happy Twenty Three and a cigar. So you know, there's still there's there's still hope for you guys out there. But I will say, and, and I gotta say, thank you, huge thank you, not only to the two of you, but everybody who participated. We raised sixty seven thousand oh, dollars. With with no marketing, yeah. with no. You know, I, I told you guys about the the fiasco that we had to go through just to get our to get this whole thing in in you know to make it legal so that we could do it right. You know, no marketing, no. You know, we told we were told one day that you know, hey, the barrel's on its way, and then we're told like the next day, hey, it got stolen, and then you know, I mean, it was just an absolute cluster. And but at the end of the day, it's sixty seven thousand dollars. And the people from Buffalo Trace were so happy, not only with what we were able to do with the barrel, but what we do as an organization, that we're going to do it again next year. Awesome. So hopefully we can, you know, our goal is to double what we did this year. Uh, now that we have a little bit of footing and, and people know what's happening. And, um, I mean, huge thank you to you guys for helping me um, get the word out. And a huge thank you to everybody who participated because this was, this was, we literally, we endowed in perpetuity half of the scholarship this year. Yeah, that's so great. we do this again, and and we are paying for somebody's school for eternity. Well, congratulations, well done, and it's awesome yeah. that it's uh, coming back next year because that's how you really yeah. 
you, know, you, you keep doing you it every year. It was just Ten cool. years from now, you're going to be raising hundreds of thousands. And it's cool. I, I know that Jim's not a, a drinking guy, but how awesome is it that he just he heard it and wanted to support the cause? You know, he's, he bought a, yeah. bought some raffle tickets just because he thought it was a good cause. Well, I don't think that's awesome because he won. <laughs> he won. But, <laughs> I, don't worry. I, I, it is funny. Like, yeah. I saw the I saw people coming in. Like, somebody I bought like twelve tickets, and somebody I bought somebody bought fifty tickets. Wow! And like all these people, like just putting in a bunch of money yeah. in a bunch of tickets and Jim bought like two or three, <laughs> and, which is great. But it's like, Hey, that computer, that uh, random computer drawing that, uh, that pulls it out. It doesn't matter how many you bought. Yeah. All right. Let's pause. Um, we, I was not going to bring up soccer. We don't have time for soccer. Uh, you mentioned, Oh, but what you know what you could do? It just takes one, right? That's soccer. <laughs> yeah. It just takes one. Goal. That's right. And but they didn't even get that. Just, didn't get any of them. Yeah. Um, Let's come back and talk about the Civil War. I've got, uh, well, I, unfortunately, we have to start with Joey Five Picks. We've got to go all the way back. I have questions. Okay. And then we'll get to... I'm, I'm um, good. Hey, I'm an open book. Yeah, let's do it. I know it. you are. That's why I love you. So we'll get to yeah, that. Joey Five Picks and a fumble. Don't don't. Oh, that's right. Joey Six yeah, Turns. Don't, don't short him. <laughs> don't short him on the fumble. I forgot about that. Joey Six Turns. Okay, we'll get to that. Uh, and tomorrow's... Nobody else has ever been blindsided on a three-step drop on the six-yard line. <laughs> come on. Uh, tomorrow's game as well. Uh, when we return with Joey Harrington here, brought to you by Mods PDX on the fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, we're back with Joey Harrington, courtesy of Mods PDX. It is uh, Civil War Week, and I will call it that because I don't have anything else to call it. Yeah. Uh, although you were saying platypus. Some people up? are calling it the platy. The platy? You know, the I whole, don't mind that. You know, the natty, but instead of that, what the, do you think, the platy. Joey, do you have a name for the... Do you like the platy? So, do you have a so, name? I hate the platy. I'll be I'll be honest um, because I, I think that's that's kind of I don't know. Um, I was on board with the platypus simply because they found the trophy and you know like I thought okay this could be something cool that that you know, takes the place of uh, the Civil War. But at this point I don't I don't care. And, no neither. Um, yeah. I mean it, it's look, look I the change happened during COVID. And it was brought, I mean, let's, 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 let's give people the story. I've heard so many people saying, well, just because, you know, so somebody who never played decided to get politically correct and change it. I'm not changing. Well, that's not what happened. Players, former players led by Dennis Dixon. And I don't know who the representative from um, Oregon state was. They came to the president of the university and they said, we are asking to change this because of the connotation of our civil war and what that means for slavery and um, in, in our country and how that makes us feel as, as African Americans. And, and they came to some of us who had played and said, do you mind, I said, you know, or do you have feelings about this? And I said, whatever I'm, I'm in support of, my teammates i'm supportive in support of my family you know my my oregon football family and if they say this is something that is hurtful to them then i'm on board because it doesn't change the nature of this game it is still an oregon oregon state interstate rivalry game um so 
this was not like some trying to be PC, some guy in a closet somewhere just decided. This was players who came to the president of the university to make it, to ask for this to happen. Now, it didn't really get, I don't know, publicized or, you know, because it was during COVID and, you know, there was all sorts of other stuff going on. But that that's the situation that, that brought this about. And so now we're in a place that nobody quite knows what to call it. But you're right. It doesn't matter. This is going to be a, a great game and everybody's excited. Yeah. Um, it's the most I've excited. It's the most excited I've been in in a number of years. I mean, I, and I know it's not for the Pac-12 title on or the the game on both sides. But when was the last time you had two teams top twenty-five and it felt like? I mean, it's a field goal game on in in Vegas. I and mean, it, re- it really feels like it could go either way. It's been a while since we've had one. Well, of there's these. a lot riding on it. Yeah, too, yeah, know. for Oregon. This is this is this is the scariest game of, yes. of Oregon season. I agree. I mean, and I've felt this for a couple of weeks now. You could see this brewing. You could see the way Jonathan Smith is building this program. You could see Oregon State's defense really start to lock in a couple of weeks ago, and and this is this is that game. I mean, because if you look at all of Oregon's, oh, I call them challenge games, or they you know they they were all at home. They were all with with the exception of last week. They were a healthy Bo Nix and a healthy offensive line. Right. Last week, you didn't have a healthy bow or a healthy offensive line, but you had the you had the benefit of being at home. You don't have that benefit this week. You're on the road at Reeser against a really good football team. Um, <laughs> this is the definition of 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 a, a scary game. If if you're Oregon, you better well you better be ready. Yeah, this is their Super Bowl too, and I always hate a team yeah. that's like that feels like that. I mean, they got nothing to lose, yep. man. It's going to be fun. Now, um, on on the Joey six turns tip, uh, five picks and a fumble. I was looking back at that game that was in two thousand. Uh, obviously, the this game, the Civil War. Um, was that a top ten matchup at the time? We were number we were number eight, and they were number six okay. for five. Okay. Yeah, they or maybe vice versa, but yeah, it was. We were both in the top ten. Yeah, and that was the year they beat Notre Dame in the in the Fiesta Bowl, right? Fiesta Bowl. Like, that right. team, yeah, was they really went good. eleven team, and one. That year. team was legit. Yeah, that, that was Chad Johnson and T.J. Hushmanzada yeah, yeah. and Ken Simonton. Jonathan Smith was obviously the quarterback, um, but defensively, yeah, they were they were a good they were a good defense as well. Well, I use that as an example of like you, you just never know what happens in these rivalry games because you don't. I mean, that's not what you did. How many times you turn it over in your career? Probably not even. I mean, that, that's probably more than half of your turnovers at Oregon. The whole time you played there was in that one game. So strange things happen in games like this. My question is, what happened? You know, was it just one of those days? Four tip balls. Yeah. So it was just that's one of those days where the ball bounced. Yeah, by. there were there were four tip balls that that ended up getting picked off, and and that happens. The other one, <laughs> the other one is funny. I threw a ball to Justin Peel up the seam, and guy grabbed him from behind, and he, you know, he, he couldn't reach out for it. And so then, it, uh, Cookus, Jake Cookus had three of those picks, and that was the one that wasn't picked. And actually, I went screaming at the back judge after that to the hold. That back judge came up to me in the airport like two months later, and introduced himself and said, "I was your back judge," and uh, I got downgraded on that call when I got reviewed afterwards because you were right. I was like, "I, I know I was right, but thanks so much." <laughs> uh, it, yeah, I mean that that just happened, and like I said, the the fumble we were still driving in the fourth quarter. We're down, I think we were down ten, um, 
driving with a couple minutes left in the fourth quarter down on about the six-yard line, and we were just throwing a quick little three-step that I, I hesitated for a second and then got blindsided. Um, and sometimes the ball just bounces the wrong way. And that day it bounced the wrong way every single time. Every time. And yeah. It, well, it, they were good. It is. They, oh, they were, they were a phenomenal football. Team. But so were they, you. That was, but yeah, so were we, but they were, um, people don't, I don't think people give them credit for, how good they were that year because they if i remember correctly they lost a close one to washington that was the that was the tuyasa sopo team that we beat um there weren't too many teams in the country that could have beaten oregon state that year um and and dennis erickson had that team absolutely rolling and they put the exclamation point on it too beating notre dame yep a uh, great it's probably the best season i remember for oregon state was that one i don't think it's close it's, it's, their, it's their best season yeah. ever yeah. No, that, yeah. that's yeah. that's the best season they've ever had and then the next year was at the time your best season ever right when you guys now you've since had right. a couple of of uh title right. game runs but um that one was that uh, that civil war was close right then that one end up being 17 14 or something well, that, that was year? That, that was the keenan howry punt return when yep. the guys opened up yep. and yeah, I mean that that was that was the year where Oregon State was actually picked to finish number one in the country by right. Sports Illustrated with Ken Simonton coming back and and I believe I uh, don't quote me I'm not sh- did they finish six and five five and six you know they they were right around that um, 500 mark um, but that day they they were they were in our you know they, they were up in our jaw all day and and it was a tough one it was raining sideways yeah. and it was freezing cold that was the first time they moved the game back to december and so um yeah it, that was a horrible horrible football game again which i played terrible um and and was bailed out by our defense and and keenan howry on that on that punt return but you know with the exception of what was it 10 years where Oregon was just head and shoulders better than Oregon State. This game had been a back and forth. Um, I think it was a 20-year run where the home team won every game. And so this is always, always a incredibly competitive game. And I don't see this year being any different. I mean, this is going to be, in my mind, this is a game where Bo Nix is, is, could potentially cement himself into um, I don't know if we'll call it, you know, into like, you know, cement his legacy after one year, but you know, could could absolutely make a mark on how he is viewed uh, in history. I mean, th- this could be a game that that helps define how people think of Bo Nix. Should he need to to lead a game winning drive here at the end against Oregon State, which I think is a very realistic possibility. Yeah, especially if he's hobbled. I yeah. mean, if he's hobbled, I think if if he's if he's hobbled, and he he'll, he should be better than last week, but still. He he couldn't do anything last week, uh, especially, run, especially in the second half. Um, but they won, and he play He threw the ball great. If he has another game like that, where everybody knows he's hurt and he pulls it out for him, he's going to the. I think he's going to the Heisman ceremonies with that win. If, I if hope he so. Does I mean, he's he's so so deserving of that. I don't think he'll win for um, a whole host of reasons. You know, like we've talked about, I don't think people will forget 
I don't think people can forget about the first game against Georgia, but you would be hard pressed in finding anybody who's more deserving of being in that room in New York uh, come the end of the season. Yeah, it feels like, you know, whoever puts the exclamation point finishes thing off between Caleb Williams and CJ Stroud, you know, it's it, it just feels like it's one of theirs to win at this point. To lose. To, yeah, to, yeah. Or to, yeah, to lose. Like, who ends up having a, a better performance here in the final week and then in, the, in their respective title game? Right. Which, I don't know. It, it, I'm disappointed, or I should say, yeah, I'm disappointed that it has become a, such a quarterback-centric award. Yeah. Right? Much like the NFL MVP. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's... The, the award is for the most outstanding player in college football. It's not the best player on the best team. Yeah. It's the most outstanding player in college football. And I don't know. I, I would like to see I'd like to see it move beyond the best player on the best team. Yeah, because every now and then you get a running back like you know it's that's about it. Like Alabama, it feels like if you have a, a dominant year and Alabama's quarterback isn't great, they'll give it to one of them. But then they give it to the running. Back. They give yep. it to the running back. But I'm trying to think: is it is Desmond Howard the last receiver? And he was kind of a a gadget guy. And we've had Charles Woodson. No, uh, Alabama. Uh, Waddle, uh, or not Waddle. Um, he was with the Eagles. Oh yeah, Devontae uh, Smith. Smith. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're Smith, right. Yep. I, f- I forget about him. Yep. So again, basically, just play for Alabama or be a quarterback. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, pretty much. I mean, it, it, defensively, Charles Woodson is the only one who is yeah. who has been. I mean, I I think of guys like Julius Peppers. I yeah. think of guys um, like Jadavian Clowney. Yeah. Like those players should absolutely be involved in this conversation. Um, but it's it's a shame that they're not. Where are your eyes tomorrow on this game? What's 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 big for you? Just Forsyth play. Yeah, yeah. That that that's it. That, that's the linchpin for me. He is. He runs the show. You saw the difference between an offensive line with Forsyth for the first what ten games and without last week against Utah. They were good. But they weren't dominant. They weren't great. They weren't running the ball all over people because that is what they're going to have to do against Oregon State tomorrow. This is not a game. I mean, if you look at Oregon State's defense, they're the only defense in the entire conference that has more interceptions than touchdown passes allowed. This is the best run defense in the Pac-12. And so you are going to have to control this, and 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 their 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 offense is going to be. They've got a young quarterback, but it's led by their running game. Like this is going to be a defensive, grinded out twenty-one to four or twenty-one seventeen, seventeen fourteen type of game. And if you expect to win that, it's not going to be on Bo's arm. That that that's, that that isn't that isn't how I see this game playing out. I see this game being played out in the trenches. Because they're going to bring it at you, and if you're going to win in the trenches, you better have your seven. Yeah, Alex Forsythe has been the linchpin for this whole offense this year, and and he's the key for me. Yeah, and and if Oregon State, you know, they need to be healthy in the secondary too, because if they are, they can do like what they did against USC, and Utah has some of this as well. They did against Oregon. When you have elite corners, 
it changes it because you can play man on the outside. You can bring a safety down to commit to stopping the run and not worry about, you know, not worry about getting beat over the top. And teams that can do that can give Oregon problems. And, you know, we've seen right. Oregon State so be able to do that. How do you combat that, that Suk? How do you combat that? You run. <laughs> you just, if you're going to have an unblocked guy. Yep. Okay, so I'm. So we'll get we'll get uh, into the schematics here. I got an unblocked guy here coming down. Defense is shifting. Who's making the call at the line of scrimmage to change to make sure the correct guys are getting a hat on hat? Alex so that You don't have contact exactly. Yep. Right. If they're going to be bringing an extra guy down, yep. if they're going to be playing eight in the box, somebody has to be making those line calls. Yep. Somebody has to say this guy's more of a threat. Yep. Safety's back and the linebacker up on this side. Therefore, I know pressure's coming here. I got I got my. My one technique on this side, you know, th- their tendency is they're sliding this direction. I can pass it off and come back. Like, those are the things that people don't pick up on. He does that so well. He is the leader of that group that we have all said has been the best offensive line in college football yep. all season. Yep. And if he plays, they win. I have a gambling note. I know you're not a gambling guy, but I'll leave it on this one for those that don't know. I saw this today, and I had to double-take it. Um, Oregon State has one, not only one, but they have covered every one of their last 12 home games. Really? Did you know that? <laughs> wow. Look at the burrito being a home field advantage. 12-0. and 0 Wow. Against wow. the spread. And they you call it the burrito barn, too? Yeah, I call it the burrito. Now it's only the half burrito, but yeah, I, I, I like calling the I like calling Reeser the burrito. <laughs> I've always called it the burrito barn, and yeah. no, I, I didn't know anybody else, that, because that's what we grew up on. Yes. You know, those Reeser's burritos out of the freezer. Okay, which one was your favorite? There was uh, bean and cheese. Bean. And, I like the, the red hot beef. No, I like the uh, the brown one. That was the beef and bean. The beef and the beef and bean. Yep, the brown wrapper. That was my go-to. But the bean and cheese was a there classic. The orange wrapper. Nothing wrong with the yep. bean and cheese orange wrapper after school. You were always left with the red hot beef. Yeah, no one at, wanted at it. at the bottom. Of no the, one wanted it. Like, is, <laughs> yeah, I mean, no. kids don't like spicy. That's no. that's the uh, that's no. I don't know. You're always left with that at the end. <laughs> it was the best. But you know, you know how you you got around that. Mm. You took a big old slice of Tillamook cheese, and you melted it on top of the beef and bean. Oh, look at that. To just kind of mellow it out a little bit. Oh, like, yeah. I like where that... Where was that 35 years ago? Wow. <laughs> All right, sir. Well, congrats knowledge. on... Knowledge, yes. Uh, wisdom. Experience. Uh, congrats on the uh, bourbon benefit. It should be a great game tomorrow. Enjoy it, and uh, we will talk to you next week. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. See ya. Joey Harrington, each Friday here on the show, brought to you by Mods PDX. The future of building is here. Let's get to the club next on The Fan. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t 